Welcome to another episode of Grace Talk Live. This is Pastor V alongside Bishop Donaldson Johnson and Pastor Zangai Peabody. And you know how we always say, man, Grace Talk Live is where it's at, where we talk about the things that pertain to the grace message. And our hope is that you will be enlightened, inspired, and encouraged to do that which God has called you to do. Now, of course, over the last two weeks, we, we've covered some uh, the amazing topic of the prodigal son, and I'm sure you were blessed by it, and, you know, we're encouraged by your listening and your watching of this here program. We do want to encourage you, whenever you want to access it, go be sure to go to the Google Music app. Make sure you go to the podcast section, and you can access this podcast. Look for Bethel Oni. If you're on the iPhone, go to the podcast app as well and search for Bethel Oni. You'll see all of our podcasts there. And this Grace Talk Live will be available to you. Now, we're excited today because we, we, we're getting ready to go into another topic that's just going to be mind-blowing, of course. We trust that the Lord is here to give us some inspiration. And we got these men of God here ready to go in. So, Bishop, I defer to you as we introduce this topic of the day. Yeah, we're going to be looking at the whole issue of sowing and reaping as it, as it operates in the New Covenant. Uh, we, we know that right now there's a lot of debate and a lot of discussion mm-hmm. taking place in the body of Christ concerning the whole theology uh, behind sowing and reaping. Um, and uh, clearly there are some extremes yep. that need to be addressed and corrected. Absolutely. Um, and I believe the Lord is, is doing that. Uh, but my concern is that in correcting um, one extreme, it's easy to go to the other extreme, right. where you literally throw out the baby with the bathwater. Mm. And I'm hearing and, and seeing a lot of comments mm. that, f- to me, appears that some people uh, want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, where yeah. they're rejecting the whole principle mm. of sowing and reaping, Come which on. I believe is, is, is biblical, right. uh, I believe is built in nature. And the same God who created nature mm. is the God of supernature, supernatural. Mm. And uh, the principles, many times that we see at work in nature, mirror what is at work in the, in the realm of the kingdom. You can True. learn a lot about what's happening spiritually in the kingdom right. by looking at how nature operates. Right. And, and seed time and harvest is, is woven into the very fabric of nature. Mm. And I believe that is because it is consistent with God's nature. Right. And when you come into the kingdom, it's not another creator that operates the kingdom or mm. the spiritual kingdom. It's right. the same God who right. established the natural kingdom and that caused that kingdom to operate on the principle of sowing and reaping that right. established the spiritual kingdom. Mm. And there are too many places in Scripture that confirm that the principle or the law of sowing and reaping mm. also operates in the realm Mm. of the kingdom right. and I'm a strong proponent of the grace message because I believe that is the message right. I, I don't even like to call it the grace message it's the gospel that's it uh, that focuses upon God and his unmerited and undeserved favor that mm. he showers upon us right. but the principle of sowing and reaping does not contradict that when we understand it correctly right. and so hopefully we can we can discuss this let's look at some of the abuses that we have noticed mm. And then let's see what the scriptures have to say so that we arrive at the balance that I believe is biblical. Amen. Amen. Pastor P, what do you think? Well, it's it's a battle I'm on Facebook with um, 
Hmm. It's all infamous Facebook, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and people are going at it. And sometimes it seems as if the body of Christ is uh, divided. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's great. All right. It opens up for people to be able to discuss. Hmm. And when we are discussing it like we are about to do so, some, I believe there will be people out there who might be thinking, well, you guys are just backing it because hmm. it, it's... It's, it's, it's favorable <laughs> for benefits you. There's some benefits in the Right, right. All right. right. But it's great for us to tackle it with respect to the light of Scripture. Right. And that's why we have our Scriptures open. Mm. And I believe we are being open to people out there concerning what the Scriptures say Excellent. about giving, sowing, and reaping. And, and let me just say this. Mm. If either of you guys wanted to be rich, mm. if it was about money, Oh, my you goodness. wouldn't be doing what Bishop, you're doing. Please say that loud and clear <laughs> okay. for those listening. Uh, so, so even I, I, you know, I'm comfortable, but I think I could probably be doing a lot better, right? If I had chosen another path right. in pursuit of money. That's so right. nobody sitting around this table, right, does what he does because of he's motivated by desire for wealth. Right. Okay. If that was the case, I wouldn't be here. I'll be in trouble. You wouldn't be there, Pastor no. P wouldn't be here, right. and we'll probably be dealing with a lot more money than we're dealing with right now. So that's, that's not the motivation at all. That's true. And, the, and, and I think that's important, though, because when we come to the principle of sowing and reaping mm -hmm. and, and encouraging people to sow seeds, mm -hmm. I think where the abuse comes in mm -hmm. is when the motive of the preacher right. in telling people to give is that he is using that mm -hmm in order to enrich himself personally or, or, or to um, collect money from the people for Absolutely. a worthwhile project. I think when, when the purpose of telling people to sow seeds is solely in order to get from them, mm. then I think it becomes problematic. Big time. But when the, when the, when the purpose is to give to them, mm. you follow me? Mm. I'm sharing with you an opportunity not primarily because I have a need. Yeah. You know, when Paul was encouraging folks to give, he said, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not telling you this because I have these out full of supply. Yeah. True, true. I'm okay. True. But I'm your benefits. Exactly. Absolutely. I am sharing this. I'm encouraging you to give and to be generous and to sow these seeds. Mm. Not because I need mm. what you give. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm content. I've learned how to be content. I know That's how to it. abound. I know how, oh, how to have a lot. Right. And I know how to, to, to go without. I can do all things through Christ. So yeah. it's not about me at all. But I see you have needs, yeah. and I want you to be able to participate fully in the blessings that mm. are available in the kingdom. That's it. I want you to be able to lay up treasures in heaven. I want you to be rich towards God, and I also want you to enjoy and experience a greater manifestation of God's grace in your life. Mm. So that's the key. I think we who are preachers uh, and who encourage people to sow seeds need to make sure that our mm. primary motivation right is because we are convinced that in sowing seeds, their needs are going to get met mm. and they are going to be blessed. Mm. When, when I'm using the principle of sowing and seeds simply as a means of getting the people to give more money to me mm. or even to a worthwhile project, mm. without regard to them and their, their well-being, exactly. I think that's when it becomes manip manipulative right. and becomes problematic True. because the motivation now is wrong. True. Let me drop this in there real quick. So for those of you listening and watching, if you have any questions regarding this topic, please, please, please feel free to drop us a message. If it's on Facebook Live, just drop a comment in there. Click on, you know, 
click on something, let us know. Because I know this is a topic that a lot of people have a lot of concerns and questions about. And the naysayers will take stones and say, yeah, you Christians always want to ask for our money. And, and I think what you're saying is so key because when we understand that it's a principle, it's not a religious thing. Like if even as an unbeliever, if I took an, an, an acorn and I planted it in the ground, I'm going to get an oak tree. I'm going to get a tree in return. You don't, there's, there's no, there's, it's a principle that God set in order. And I think you said it well. And I, I even want to refer to Genesis 1:12, where it says the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own, to their own kind, trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind and God, and God saw that it was good. It's important that we understand the concept of this being a principle first and foremost. So, Bishop, talk about that, so because I think people like to put a religious twist to giving and think that it's all about a religious belief in, in all these different different systems, rather than understanding that it's a principle. Yeah, and it's a principle of God by grace, mm -hmm. and because of His great love, set in motion for our benefit. Yeah. Okay, so God has designed a system to work for us. Right. And and He's created this whole thing about the power of a seed and put in the seed the ability to multiply That's it. Yep. so that his people will always people creation right. will always have the means by which all of our own needs mm. can be met mm. okay and and he put it there for the benefit of all humanity yeah. and in nature it works for everybody True. you know it's not that you know you don't you know, the, the ground doesn't distinguish between the Christian seed. That's and the, true. Save it, unsafe. Unsafe. You follow me? The, you know, this is where the Bible says God blesses the just and the unjust. Yeah. It causes the rain to that's fall, a, the sun to shine. Right and so in nature, this law of sowing and reaping, again, is an expression, a manifestation of God's grace. Mm. Because if God wasn't gracious, he would say, I'm, mm. I'm only going to let this work for those people. Wow. Who believe in me, who love yeah, me. That's good. No, no. He says, you know what? They hate me. They abuse me. They don't worship still me. Still bless them. But I'm going to just give them this opportunity because mm. I know they got needs. Mm. I'm going to still supply them with seeds. Mm. Amen. And give them the opportunity to be prosperous. Mm. And so some of the richest people in the world are not believers, True. atheists, and people who are haters of God. Right. But they're benefiting from this law that God set in motion for all oh. men. Mm. And that works in nature. Yeah. We don't deny it. And nobody criticizes a farmer mm. who understands the principle. The principle. Mm. Especially if he's a Christian. We don't say if you're a Christian mm. and you understand the principle of sowing and reaping in terms of agriculture, you should not therefore plant seeds because mm. your desire in planting seeds is to reap <laughs> an abundant harvest wrong and you? make a lot of money. <laughs> so something's wrong. So True. even though this, you, you, if you if you if you employ this principle mm. of sowing seeds as a Christian farmer, mm. you're motivated by greed. Wow. You follow me? And something's wrong with you? Mm. No. It's the thing to do. Right. Understand this principle. If God has blessed you with land. And if you have an opportunity to use that land to generate income from that, mm -hmm. we Go applaud ahead. that. Yeah. We applaud that, right? That's good. That's mm. good stewardship. Mm. And and so, again, I, I see a parallel between what's, what happens in nature and what should be happening in the kingdom. True. We should not be criticizing or disparaging mm. the whole concept where in the kingdom, here's a principle that God has put in place mm. that I'm aware of that gives me the opportunity mm. to sow seeds in faith mm. and to believe that the same God who causes natural seeds mm. to multiply will cause these spiritual seeds I'm sowing right. in faith also 
to abound mm. to on my behalf. Right, right. It's, but I, it's possible for people to abuse that. Exactly. Mm. All right. Uh, but um, I just want to piggyback on something that Bishop was talking about concerning balance. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, our motive, I think verse, verse 28 states, Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him um, who has. All right. So the reason for which God desires that this person who was stealing hmm. steals no longer, and for him to work, but for him to be able to give. Mm. It's not for him to come and pile up something for himself. Right. Even for somebody who's an unbeliever out there, God's word declares that. Go and work so you can be able to give. It's all about giving. It's all about giving. Mm. All right. Mm. And I believe that's where the motive is with respect to, you know, offering or seed time and harvest. So okay. let's let's be a bit, little bit more specific, and let's talk about some of the abuses that we see. Okay. okay. Um, again, I think one of the, the, the mistakes that, that we make um, as we teach on this principle is sometimes we communicate to believers, all you got to do is give, mm -hmm. and you're going to have, you're going to be rich. Mm. We don't stress the fact that you need to work. Right. You know, if you want a breakthrough, just all you got to do throw your money at the altar. Is just come and give, mm. and you know, give a thousand, and you're going to get ten thousand. Mm. Give ten thousand, you're going to give a hundred thousand. Mm. That approach, I think, is, is 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 manipulative. Right. And again, many times people who are saying that are doing that as a way of raising money, Ooh. not really believing right. that that person is going to experience the kind of breakthrough they're talking about. Wow. wow. So it becomes uh, unethical. Mm when I am trying to get people to give me money right. and causing them to think that all you got to do in order to get this major breakthrough mm. is to sow $1,000 in this offering. Mm. That's not biblical. That's not like a lottery system. Give me a dollar, you get a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then too often we fail to teach our believers, listen, yeah, there, there are blessings associated with giving. Yeah. But you can... Give it as much as you want to give. Mm. You can give thousands of dollars if you have it. But if you're lazy, <laughs> you follow me? If you're not going to put your hand to anything, right. if you're not going to be diligent, don't expect that simply giving into an offering is going to result in you prospering. That's good. It doesn't work. Somebody has to work. Mm. Somebody has to invest. <laughs> okay? True. So one principle doesn't cancel out the other. That's it. Okay? So while we teach the, the blessings associated with giving, we also should be teaching the, the blessing associating with, associated with being diligent in what you do. That's yeah. it. You know, years ago, I haven't taught it recently, but years ago I used to say there are four principles yeah. that I've built my own financial life on, and it's worked for me. Right. You know, I you know my needs are met. Right. Uh, I could certainly use a lot more money, so I would have a lot more to give. <laughs> That's right. But I'm not struggling. My needs are met, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the principle I use, and I and I've been practicing this long before I became bishop. I was a mm -hmm. student at you know at Oral Roberts University, washing dishes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, in fact, even before that, my first job ever in Liberia was I worked for a, 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 a 
uh, at Bung, Bung Mines. Mm. And they were paying me, I think, like eight cents an hour. <laughs> say, say that a little closer to the mic. Say that so they can hear you, Bishop. I don't think they believe that God is here. <laughs> yeah, I was working in the hospital, helping the hospital administrator, typing and doing a lot of He was very impressed by my work. Mm. Uh, but I was paying, paying, I think, eight cents an hour. Anyway, wow. I remember my first pay, mm. the first check that I got. It was a little over $50. But, hey, I had worked hard, yeah. full time. You know? Wow. And I took that and I went to church. At that time, I was attending the Presbyterian Church in Liberia. Again, I was a teenager, maybe 17, 18. And I took the entire amount mm. and took it to the Presbyterian Church and decided I would give it. Mm. And I did. Mm. And afterwards, my father was rebuking me, you know, because, you know, they used to pay $10 how, a whole how, year. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you know, you know I'm going to give you a little bit of the whole idea. Take my entire $50 check. Mm. And that was just beyond his understanding. Mm. Okay. But I understood back then the principle of giving, mm. you know, and I gave that because I love the Lord mm. and it was an expression of my worship. Mm. But giving has become a way of life. And I've always said, I believe all the promises of God in the Bible are true, yeah. but I haven't experienced all of them personally. But mm. when it comes to this business of sowing so and reaping, absolutely. I've experienced it too many times mm. to oh. throw that out now. Mm. Okay. And I don't give because I'm manipulated. Okay, yeah. I don't say, okay, I'm going to give $1,000 here to get this particular breakthrough because this person said, well, I sold. Mm. That, that's not how I do it. There's just a, a, a principle of continually just giving. But as I give, I am believing also mm. Mm. that as I'm giving to support God's work freely, mm. I give to support what the church is doing, or I may give to be a blessing to a brother or a sister motivated by love for them. But I'm also motivated by faith, the faith mm. that says, you know what, I can't outgive God. All right, and mm. when I give this money that leaves my hand doesn't leave my life. No. Mm. Mm. You know that God has built into the system a principle mm. by which what we give actually will be multiplied and will come back to us. That's it. It may happen tomorrow. It may happen six months down the road, but those those seeds, oh. because that's what it's called. It's called yep. seeds. Yep. Yep. Because God intends for them to be multiplied and to produce increase in our lives. I've seen that happen too often, too consistently. For me to doubt that that principle is at work in my life. Mm. If someone else doesn't want to to apply it, that's fine. Mm. But it, it, it's working in my life. Tested and proven. And it's very positive. It's not negative at all. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I, I try to show Bishop something that happened with my eldest daughter and myself. Mm. I believe us, the young lady sold in my life. Um, the other day, I had to take Bishop somewhere, and I was in between. I needed a vehicle, all right, to be able to get to the church. Mm. And she needed to go to work. I'm using her vehicle presently. Mm. So finally, I just decided, all right, take a vehicle, mm. you know, and uh, I'll take the bus. Mm. And went to shower, came back, and my wife and daughter had decided, no, you know, we can let you struggle mm. to go and take a bus right so they left the car for me and went i mean when 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 it dawned on me the decision that she made right to be able to let me use her car and she go without mm. i didn't have money to get i wanted to be a blessing to her mm. it was just natural right all right so i just spoke a word i called her i texted her and spoke words of blessing upon her mm. and i feel that's the way how god feels absolutely when we decide of our own volition all right and you're doing it generously 
you're not doing it uh, by with, coercion, by and, coercion, yeah. and you feel it because I my I love my God and I mm. thank Him for all that He does for mm. me, mm. and I sow. Mm. I believe God wonderfully wants to bless me as the same way I wanted to be a blessing Absolutely. to my child. Yeah. Let, let, let me say something else. Mm. You see, you know, a lot of times, and we heard this recently, that the only reason you should give is because you love God. That's mm. not true. Mm. That's not true. Mm. God loves faith. That's it. In fact, I believe God is more glorified and God desires from his children faith. To exercise. More That's than true. love. Yes. I really think God is not, I want you, I want you guys to yeah. love me. That's oh. true. No, no. I think God is saying, I want you guys to believe me. me. I want you guys to trust me. That's That's what he wants from us. He wants us to receive his love and believe in his love for us. And what he wants from us is faith. faith. I want you to believe. And and, and he interprets faith as love. Mm -hmm. He gets excited. He gets excited when we say, Daddy, I believe you. Mm. Okay. And Daddy, you you said in your word that your grace will multiply the seeds that I sow. Mm -hmm. Right now, Daddy, I got $200, but I really need. Twenty thousand. Mm, I got mm, no mm, idea where I'm going to get it, mm, but I trust you. Mm, and as an expression of my faith in you, I'm going to give you and put it in your hand mm, an amount that I believe you are going to multiply for me. True. Amen. True. And and then you take whatever that amount is, if it's two hundred or five hundred, whatever is on your heart, based upon your resources, mm, right. and you say, Father, I'm bringing this to you because I believe you. Yeah. I trust you. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to take 200 and make it 20,000, mm. but you know the things I have need of. I have a need of this. God is able. And I'm doing this in mm. faith. My goodness, you can't tell me God is not pleased with that. I got a story to tell right now. Can you stand me up? I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you. It was, uh, I believe it was 2013, 14, around that time. And it was to the building fund. You know, we're doing the, at that time, we was doing the capital campaign. Yeah. And I had a humongous bill, a Pepco bill I had to pay. And I'm, you know, and for those of you that don't know what Pepco is, is an electric company. And it was either I pay six hundred some more dollars towards that, you know, campaign, or I pay this humongous fee. Well, we, me and my wife, purpose in our heart, you know what, babe, we're not going, we're going to give by faith mm-hmm. to this camp, this campaign. Mm-hmm. And for twelve months, every time we attempted to go and pay our light bill, we got a notice that said your bill has already been paid. 12 months. Is that coincidence? No, it is not. not I've on. seen that happen come on. so come on. many times. Come on. 12 months. And Pepco will cut you off 12 months. for three days if you laid on your pay. That's 12 months we saw that happen. That's not natural. It's not. That's obviously God responding to your faith. Yeah. It's not the amount of money, right. but it's the faith that you exercise right. when you say, God, I'm putting this in your hand. Right. And God, God. God wants faith, but God rejoices. Yeah, it pleases Him. Yeah, you know the the widow of Therapath. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean she had come to the last meal. She mm. that lady, her son was about to die. Mm. Mm. God mm. wanted to to intervene mm. and to deliver her and to provide. Yeah, mm. He has the power to simply speak, mm-hmm. and it would have happened. Right, but. That's not how he did it. No he way. had Elijah mm. leave from where, where he was, was and mm. travel not one day. Mm. That was mm. a long, long distance yeah. to get to this woman's house. And when he gets there, he's not bringing anything for her. No, mm. you, you know, you would think the prophet's coming now. He's bringing <laughs> my blessing, my blessing. <laughs> you know, he wasn't bringing anything material, but he yeah. was bringing a miracle. He was That's bringing it. provision. He yeah. was That's bringing it. a yeah. supernatural miracle to That's deliver it. her out of this That's place. It. That's it. But the, the 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 spirit of God said to him, mm. "Go." Tell her mm-hmm. 
to give you a portion of what she has first. Mm. Again, is this just irrelevant? Mm. Is this just pure? It's a principle. That God God is just talking? Or is, right. there, is there a reason why God is saying, right. let her give to you first? Mm. 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 Did, he, did he need the money? No, mm. but I think he, she, he, she needed to release faith. Mm. 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 She needed to release faith. Mm. Okay? And so when she put that into the prophet's hand, she was believing that somehow it's going to be okay. Right. And because of the faith that she released in the in what she gave, which mm. is a seed, right. that's what we call a seed. Right. Uh, so when we talk about seed, we're talking about you believing God, giving something that is far less than right. you need, right. but believing that somehow the God you're giving it to has the power to take it and multiply and will do it Amen. so that in the end you're going to have what you need Amen. plus some to give. That's a principle. Mm -hmm. He didn't, I mean, he could have just said, okay, she has a, she has a need and the bread that she had started to multiply supernatural. It didn't happen. It didn't start to multiply until she came. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, Jesus feeding the 5,000. Yes. Remember? Principle. There were 5,000 people plus women and children. Mm. He created the world by just saying, let there be. <laughs> he could simply have said, let there let be bread. bread and let fish. there be and fish. fish. Mm. That's not what he said. He said, mm. what, what do you have? have? Wow. Put, put what you have in my hand. Mm. Put a seed. Give me something to multiply. Mm, mm. Release your faith by putting, giving out of your need. Mm. Release your faith. And when the seed was put into his hand, believing in obedience to what he had said, mm. he gave thanks for it. And then it started to multiply. He didn't do that miracle out of nothing. Mm. He used the seed the little that was given to him. And starting with that, grace stepped in mm. and, and made the little more mm. than enough. Mm. All right. Mm. I, I've seen some, mm. like, someone say, all right, if it's by my seed, then it's almost like my work. Uh-oh. Talk about that. All right. As, but God's word says, he, God, gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Right. And the seed is for us to sow. It's not just sowing in the ground. Mm. All right. I can sow, like Bishop said, concerning the widow of Zerapath. I can sow my food. The little boy sowed his food. Mm. Okay. And even when Jesus met the lady, the the the, the lady at the well, mm -hmm. Jesus, who is the water. water <laughs> <laughs> he asked this lady Give me water to drink. Mm. She going to ask all the other questions. Right. All right. But look how her life was changed just mm. because of that interaction. Mm. Okay. It's, it's a principle that until you, you, you give out of faith, then God is able to work. It mm. pleases him, I believe, like, like the scripture says in Hebrews. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. To please God. Yeah, grace doesn't work by itself. Mm. You know, that's where the stream is to a grace. When, right. when, okay, it's just it's grace through faith. Mm. Grace and faith work together mm. all the time. Right. So God gives the seed. That's grace. Faith sows the seed. Mm. So grace and faith works together. Right. When you're telling the story about the, uh, what story you just told? Uh, the miracle that you just talked about. 
the, the lady at the well. Yeah. Another another story just came to my mind. Mm. At Lazarus, the grave of Lazarus. Yep. Yes. Yep. Jesus could have said, stone removed. Uh, yes. yeah, it would have <laughs> fallen apart and moved. Come on, you think he couldn't move the right. stone with his word? He could have mm. said, stone be removed. Yes. But he said, okay, mm. you move the stone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hear me. Grace does not contradict faith. Hmm. And uh, faith is our response to Jesus. Yeah. Faith is our response to grace. Hmm. All right? By grace, he supplies the seed. Right. Now he says, show me you faith guys of faith and go ahead and release that seed yeah. back to me. Hmm. Hmm. Okay? I supply it. You have a choice. You can eat it. Right. Or you can show you got faith in me that I will meet your need. Hmm. Release that seed back to me and see what I'll do with it. Hmm. If I refuse to do it, I'll say, I don't believe you. Hmm. Mm. Okay, and if I am not going to exercise faith, grace cannot deliver. Hmm. That's good. Okay, so let me go back to what I was saying earlier about about how pleased God is with faith. You know that is so critical, and this notion that the only reason we should give to God is oh. because we love Him negates the fact that sometimes. In fact, I think even more, mm. God wants us to give because we trust Him. Oh man! Wow, that's we trust that's Him. On that. We trust that's Him. Good. We trust Him. That right. is, he, that is what. I, so every time when I give, mm. that's why I think tithing is still a, a New Testament principle. Mm. It's not a law, but I think when I make it my business to say, you know what, I'm going to take at least the first ten percent. That's mm. not where I'm going to start, end, but that's what I'm going to start. Starting point. Right. And I got needs and bills to pay. And I say, you know what, Lord, I'm, I, I'm going to demonstrate that mm. I trust you. You mm. are my source. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and, and sow mm. the first tenth of my income. Mm. And you're not doing it because of a law. No. Right. You're right. not doing it because you're afraid he's going to curse you. That's right. not going to happen. Right. But you're doing it as an expression of the faith that is not my salary that is going to take care of me. Mm. God is providing for me. Absolutely. God is taking care of me because I believe this. I'm not going to hold on to the money. Right. I'm going to release it, and I believe God's going to take care of me. Mm. That is faith, and that pleases God. Mm. Mm. It's something, it's something you said, um, it's not because people abuse this thing. So we will not use it. Mm -hmm. Those who have been abusing it, that's one group. But there are those who have been using it and using it properly. Yeah. We, and we should look at the group of people who have been using it properly and ask, okay, how have you been doing this? And not just say, all together, let's crash it, with the it, principle right. all together. Right. You know. Yeah, at some point I think we need to get to Second Corinthians chapter nine because I think Paul really talks about that. Yeah. But I still want to, to go back to the, the abuse thing because it is prevalent. Right. It should should really concern us. You know, I was in a situation where uh, a, a prophet oh. and uh, well, I guess both of them will call themselves prophets came to our church, mm -hmm. and 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 they met with me after a service and actually wanted me to continue the meetings. Mm -hmm because they felt that they could raise a lot more money if we continued the meetings. And we could then distribute, you know, one-third, one-third, one-third. Mm. And these people were talking to me as though this is something that... It's a norm. They do. No, I was so shocked. The, so the first night seemed to be very lucrative and... The who, profit when a profit. Who could, run, <laughs> who could run this thing? Yeah, they came, you know, okay, okay. You <laughs> know, that yeah. was pretty good, but you know what? If we run this thing all week, mm. by the end of the week, you know, we would have quite a bit of money we've raised. Wow. That's an abuse. Wow. 
you know, when you're using the gifts of mm. the Spirit, primarily mm. motivated by your desire to get money from the people, mm. Mm. that is an abuse. Of course, I, I told them, no, I don't operate that way. Mm. And so we, sh we shut the meeting down. I haven't mm. heard from them since. Mm. Okay. But th that is happening. You know, where right. whenever there is a meeting, the purpose behind it is it's to raise, raise funds. So wow. we invite people to our churches for the purpose of using the gifts. And then we, we present it as though in order to get a miracle, mm. in order to get the anointing to flow, you oh, you've got to sow financially or mm. you're not going to get it. That is it's manipulation. That totally. is contrary to scripture. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the principle of seed time and harvest that, mm. is, that is built. Right. And God is displeased with that. Yeah. Um, here's what, what the Lord said in Matthew chapter 10 uh, when he was sending out his disciples from verse 7 to 10. He says, mm -hmm. listen, I want you to go and I want you to say the kingdom of God is at hand. Announce right. it. Right. Go ahead. You heal the sick. You cleanse the lepers. Right. You, you do all of those things. And then he said, freely, freely have you, you have received. received. Freely give. You freely give. Freely yeah. you have received what? The gifts. The gifts. Yeah. The anointing. You, you didn't so, buy it. It's, mm. It was given to you freely. It's a Absolutely. gift of grace. And he says, you got it freely, and I want you to go there and heal the sick freely, uh -huh. cast out devils freely. Uh -huh. You understand? Yeah. Do what I've called you to do. Uh -huh. Use my gifts and put no price, charge nobody a penny for That's it. That's so good. Don't tell people they got to sow a certain amount to get a prophecy or sow a certain amount uh -huh. for the anointing. You go and motivate it by love for uh -huh. my people and uh -huh. compassion for my people. Uh -huh. Release freely the anointing that is upon you mm. to bless them, to heal them, to deliver them. Mm. You do that freely. Amen. Didn't Peter Peter pronounce a curse on Simon the sorcerer who was trying to put a, a price to it and, exactly. and say, look, yeah. this anointing, how much how much can I pay for this thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Today someone said, Do you know the price I paid for this anointing? Uh -huh. You know? <laughs> like so now I need I need I need some payback. I need some money oh, yeah, back. You know what? Yeah, you know what would what would many would say that yeah, you gotta sow into that anointing. If you mm. want if you want the prophetic anointing that's upon my life, wow. you gotta sow into it. Wow. And a lot of people believe that lie. Wow. You know, for a long time the teaching was and I guess it's still there somewhere. I haven't heard it for a while. You shouldn't, you should sow up, don't sow down. What kind of nonsense mm, is that? Mm. You shouldn't be blessing the poor. You shouldn't be blessing the needy. You should be giving to people who oh, already have. Give to people that are where oh. you want to go. Mm. That's the kind of extreme that mm -hmm. the so-called prosperity gospel mm. has gone to. Mm. And those are the things that need to be corrected. Absolutely. Yes. And, and must be corrected. It's freely you receive, freely, freely you give. You don't charge. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean that God's people should not give. Right. And that's the balance you're talking about. And that about. doesn't mean that the prophet or the pastor or the evangelist, whoever is doing the Lord's work, should not be blessed. Paul right. said, if if I minister you spiritual things, I have a right, he said, to mm -hmm. your carnal, your natural things. Yeah. He said that. That's right. Bible. Right. So yeah. to say that a man of God who is ministering the word or who is ministering prophetically and mm -hmm. availing himself to God to bless you mm -hmm. has no right to be blessed financially, mm -hmm. that is not scripture. Right. I think that's demonic. That, mm. that is as demonic as the, the other thing where people are using the gifts True. To, and charging people for the gifts. Right. It's as demonic for believers to feel that someone who God has raised up and who is being used by God mm. should not be blessed financially. That mm. is from hell too. Mm. 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 Okay, so don't replace one doctrine of hell with another doctrine of hell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's from hell. Yeah. Because, in fact, when Jesus sends them out, he said, look, I want you to go in the same passage in, in Matthew chapter 10. Mm -hmm. He says, you go freely, you receive. And he says, don't even acquire gold and silver and coins. In other words, don't bother to take any of that with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Don't worry about that. He says, 
you go. Mm. And he said, the laborer is worthy of his hire. What he was saying is, there's going to be provision for you where you're going. So as you go, you pray for the sick, you cast out devils, you bless the people. I, Jesus, who am sending you, I understand you're worthy. You, mm. you need to you need to be rewarded for yeah. what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You need good. so I'm going to see to it that you get blessed, mm. even as you do this. Right. Okay, so God's so the, the 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 minister who's going ought to be believing. Yeah, and Lord, I'm going. I'm not going to charge. It's going to be free. I yeah. thank you for this anointing. There's no yeah. price that, mm. that I'm going to be a blessing to the people. Amen. But Amen. I also believe, Lord, because you said it, that. That's good. That I don't have to worry about the natural material things because you will move upon the minds and hearts of people yeah. mm. to bless me. That's and good. so the man of God should not be made to feel guilty. Because he has. That's so good. When people are blessing him. Right. Now, again, the balance is his motive should not be for it. Uh-huh. Right. And he should not be saying things and manipulating things so that he... No, no. Get. You minister with integrity. Bless the people. Amen. And you'll go some places and they won't give you nothing. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but God is your source. So you got to trust him. But when the people of God now begin to criticize every man of God because who is being blessed, as though, you know, I read somewhere where someone said the pastor should not build his house until he's built the Lord's house. Wow. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> where, did, you know, where is that in Scripture? Right. No, the Bible says the labor is worth his high. And in right. fact, in Timothy, Paul wrote to Timothy. And Paul said, Timothy, the elders... Hmm. Those who labor well, especially those in preaching and teaching the word, mm. he says they are worthy of double, double honor. honor. And that word there is talking about pay. Mm. Okay, yep. he's saying those people who are laboring to teach you God's word, don't look at them and think they're not. They don't deserve to be paid well. Mm. Mm. They don't deserve to wear nice things. They don't deserve to live in a nice house. Mm. He says, no, you ought to be so grateful and so appreciative for the work that they do, mm. because the work they do is more important than 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 the work that. You're probably doing, you know, in terms of your secular job when it comes to eternal things. And you don't have a problem paying your doctor a lot of money. You don't have a problem paying your lawyer a lot of money. You don't have a problem, you know, that you you don't have a problem with you making a lot of money. Right. You know, in fact, you want more than you got. Mm. Okay. And and that's fine. It's okay for you to make a lot of money. But why, Mm. why would you try to look down or belittle a man of God who is doing the Lord's work and is doing something that is far more, that has such eternal... Uh, ramifications yeah. dealing with your soul mm. he says you should hold those people in high esteem, esteem and yeah. consider them worthy of double pay mm. you follow me so again that's the balance let's mm. not be um, deceived by the enemy and come mm. under another demonic uh, uh, rule of law doctrine doctrine of demons you know I saw Bishop write something on Facebook also where he says that when doing offering God uses that to raise up sons. Yeah, not funds. Yeah. And not funds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And he spoke of it just recently, how people do that to raise funds in the church for whatever project. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about raising sons, Bishop, can you expound on that? Well, I mean, God is a giver. I, I think what I was saying is um, God wants his people to be generous. Yeah. He wants them to be givers. So... One of the reasons he, he, he makes giving such an important part of what it means to be a Christian right. is because he's a giver and he wants us to be givers. And so he's training us to be generous like he. Mm. Now, mm. part of that training mm. is for us to be able to trust him. Let's be honest, man. Mm. Those who cannot trust God, yeah. then you got to trust yourself. I mean, yeah. there's only two options. I right. either have to be trusting also, God to take right. care of me right. or trusting myself. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so if, if I'm told 
that I can't trust God to take care of me. That's, therefore, I got to really manage my, my finances because mm. God doesn't really get involved in that. Mm. You know, make sure you're managing your finances and all that kind of stuff. You know what's going to happen? Mm. I'm not going to be able to give as freely. I am going to limit my giving if I think that it's all based upon my right. ability to take care of myself. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to be generous because I'm going to have to think about I got my children to take care of. I got to take care of the bills, which is, is legitimate. Mm. But but if I look at you, let me just how many kids you got? Hmm. I got seven, and I'm not <laughs> counting anymore after that. <laughs> this young man has seven children. Can you imagine taking care of seven kids here in America? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to tell you how much he gives, but if he was to look at his 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 income, yeah. <laughs> and he looks at seven children, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be given a penny. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you could find a way to use it. Oh everything. yeah, we could flip it and bounce it. Trust God. So many ways. But why do you give? It's because you trust the Lord. Yeah, yeah. You understand? You know right. that as you give, He's going to supply your needs. He's going to multiply the seeds, Absolutely. and that principle allows you, with seven kids in America, not making a whole lot of money. Right. Giving because you have a revelation hmm. that the money you're giving is not going to leave your life. So the Father is training you mm-hmm. to be generous. Mm-hmm. And, and the, one of the ways he trains you to be generous is by multiplying right. what you give. Because the more he multiplies as you give, the mm-hmm. more generous he says, oh, this being generous thing is okay. Right. You follow me? I can right. be generous and my needs are still going to be met. Right. I'm going to be generous and God will intervene supernaturally when he needs to. Mm-hmm. So he's training you now not to be afraid of being generous. Yeah. And I think for me, it, it, it's, it's a heart exercise. Mm-hmm. Literally, I think you talked about building you know, your spiritual muscles this past weekend. Mm-hmm. One of the important parts of your body is your heart. And so if you get to exercise faith in giving, your heart gets stronger. Your love for God increases. Your trust in God enhances. Because, hey, if I can give God my money, what else can I give him? The money represents my time, my effort, my energy. Really, I mean, if I can't, if you can't give God what Jesus says, ungodly mammon, then what else? I can't trust you with anything else, son. It's like you haven't grown up to the level yet to be able to walk and function the way I really want you to walk and function yeah. in the kingdom. Yeah. So I think this whole thing with money, where people are struggling to give their money, is like it's their hearts are out of shape yeah. and they need to exercise that faith when it comes to giving. Yeah, and it, that's a sad thing. Again, I'm not castigating everybody who is bringing, bringing reproof and correction. I'm bringing reproof and correction right. because I see the, the, the Ex- extreme, yeah. mm-hmm. especially among us who are men of God, where we're basically being motivated right. by a desire to get more. Mm-hmm. And when we're telling folks to give, it's not really because we're convinced mm-hmm. that that's how they are going to get blessed. Right. Is because that's how we figure we can get more money hmm. from them. Hmm. Again, I'm saying that is wrong. Absolutely. But if I am convinced, yeah. as I am, yeah. that God literally will multiply my giving, uh-huh. then knowing what the Word says and knowing what I've experienced, I will say to a person who is struggling financially, you know what? Keep giving. Hmm. I won't say you know since you can't afford to give right now, mm-hmm. just rely on God's grace. Mm-hmm. Don't give, just rely on God's grace, and your needs are going to be met. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say you know what? There's a principle that God has put in motion. Mm-hmm. It's called the principle or the law of sowing and reaping. It's for your benefit. Mm-hmm. And what 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 this principle does is when you don't have all that you need, mm-hmm. trust God. God has given you an opportunity to take what you have and turn it into a seed, mm-hmm. and to 
place it in his hand in faith, mm. like the widow of Zarephath did. Yeah. To place, his, place it in his hand in faith like the little boy did. Mm -hmm. And to trust him to take the seed, the little you have, and to multiply it. Mm -hmm. And I would say to you, you know what? God is excited about that because that expresses faith in him. Mm -hmm. And he is blessed every time he sees his children trust him. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say, right? I wouldn't say, you know, okay, God understands. Mm -hmm. Therefore, don't, don't give. You know, because you can't afford to. Mm. I believe when I can't afford to give, that's, that's when I when really I need, need to, to give. give. True. Now, obviously, you don't just, you're not going to be reckless with that. Right. Even in your giving, you need to be wise, but you do need to understand this principle is there. Yeah. Okay? So let's go to Second Corinthians 9, because I think it's very important that we talk about that. Right. Again, and um, as we're going, let me, let me talk again, because I, I want to keep stressing this faith piece that I think is critical to giving. It's not just, I don't give just because I love God. Mm -hmm. You know, God really is, is moved by faith. Mm -hmm. God wants me to give because I trust I him. I trust him. Mm -hmm. I believe him. Let yeah. my giving be an expression of faith, mm -hmm. not fear. Mm -hmm. Okay, again, that's another stuff. A lot of people are giving mm -hmm. out of fear I'm because they're being told if you don't give, God's going to curse you. Right. Again, that's, that's manipulation. Mm -hmm. That doesn't please God. So if you're giving because you're afraid, if you don't give, Mm. Your heavenly father is going to make you pay some somehow. You're going to end up getting sick. Right. You're going Curse, to have an accident. You know, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. That's manipulation too. Yeah. Mm. And people do that. It's, you got know, you got to give. You got to plant your seed because if you don't, this curse is going to come upon you. Mm. The devil's going to do that. Mm. And now mm. they're using fear mm. to try to motivate people to so, so, supposedly plant seeds. No, mm. no, 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 no. Mm. The seeds have to be planted in, in the ground of faith mm. or with faith. Right. You follow me? So, so don't use fear. Don't give because you're afraid that God is going to do something bad to you or mm. something bad will happen to you if you give. That doesn't please God either. What pleases God is when I give because I believe his promise right. that he will multiply the seed that I sow. In fact, right. I believe he's the one who gave me the seed the first yeah, place. The first, yeah. Now, having given me the seed, my faith is sowing that seed, mm. and I'm believing that grace will multiply that seed. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's important. And I think that is what is is being revealed to us here right. in this letter to Paul. Now, I mean, from Paul to the Corinthians. Now, clearly, when you read 2 Corinthians 8 and 2 Corinthians 9, it's clear. Paul is raising an offering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay? He is raising an offering, and he's trying to get these Corinthian Christians to give to that yeah. offering yeah. and to give generously. Yeah. Right? They had made a commitment. He had boasted about them, but they were slow mm. in fulfilling their commitment. Just like we know, people mm. make pledges. And the struggle, the struggle <laughs> is real. So some things are not new. They're as old as, as, as the Bible. Mm. And so Paul was raising these funds. Folks had made some commitment they were going to give, and he had talked about them giving, and then time had elapsed, mm. and it wasn't forthcoming. And so Paul writes to encourage them to go ahead and to give, and not just to give, but to what? Be generous, generous. in their giving. Yeah. So he's raising an offering. Yeah. Mm. And the goal is to motivate them to be generous. Generous. We can't mm. deny that. Yeah. It's biblical. Okay. And so let's read what he said to them. We can't read the whole, whole two, two chapters, but verse 6 to verse 8, I think it's, it's uh, those, those, those verses capture the main points here. Okay. So knowing what he's trying to do, there's no argument. He's raising an offering, right. and he's trying to get them to be generous. This is what he says to them in verse 6. Let's start at verse 5. Right. 
Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof you had noticed before, that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not of covetousness. So basically he said, listen, you guys need to give. I'm sending some folks <laughs> mm-hmm. to basically encourage you to do it and to do it with generosity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then verse 6. But this I say, he which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly, mm-hmm. and he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Now, clearly, he is talking about giving. Yeah. Right? And he's trying to motivate people to be generous. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? Mm. He uses seed time and harvest. Exactly. Yeah, the principle in the law. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He talks about that. He says now, in essence, he's saying, keep this in mind. Because mm. later he's going to tell them you need to give freely. Mm-hmm. But keep this fact in mind mm. that if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. sparingly. That's how that principle works. Mm-hmm. If you sow bountifully, you're going to reap bountifully. Now, you're going to get to decide. Nobody's going to pressure you. Yeah. God isn't going to curse you. God mm-hmm. isn't going to tell you you've got to give mm-hmm. $10,000. That's going to be your choice. Right, right. But he said, Just knowing this, remember. consider what's going to be in Perfect. your interest. Yes. You have an opportunity to determine what comes back to you. Exactly. By your giving, you have an opportunity to determine what you can receive yeah. hmm. in this in this matter mm-hmm. concerning the offering. Paul is the one. That's not a prosperity preacher. Take, I mean, hmm. you, you people want to throw that out too. Yeah, you know they want to act as though Second Corinthians nine six does not exist. So any preacher who tells people now to sow seeds in raising an offering will be considered. Oh, he's trying to get people's money. There he mm. is again. He's one of those prosperity preachers trying mm. to manipulate the people. If that's the mm. case, then I guess you're going to have a problem with Paul. Mm. Because Paul was taking up an offering, and it's the apostle Paul while taking up an offering who says, remember this. You're about to give. Mm. You are free to give mm. as you purpose. Right. But keep this principle in mind. Right. Yeah. Okay. Any, any, no, I mean, here's the thought. I mean, we still go back to the farming principle. If you put one apple seed in the ground, you're liable to get maybe one apple tree. But if you put multiple seeds in there, look at how many, when it comes time for the harvest, look how many opportunities you'll get to not just be a blessing to your own self, but to your family and to the yeah. community and yeah. to the stores. Yeah. So it's, it's it, you know, it's kind of sad. And, and I think to what you've been saying, Bishop, the enemy has sown this seed of negativity regarding this mm-hmm. so that we as the body of Christ can't be givers to people that we encounter mm-hmm. and be a blessing to the world. Mm-hmm. How else would they know that you're my disciples, but by the way to love? What is one great way to show love? By giving. And I think that is a plan and a trap that enemy has sown. And if we're not careful, we'll fall victim right to right. it. And to encourage giving, God has made a promise. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, God has said, you know what? I want you guys to be so generous. I'm going to, instead of making this a command right. that you must do, I'm going to make this a promise. Right. And there's, there's a place Paul says, I want you all to increase in this grace also. Mm-hmm. Speaking of giving. Giving. <laughs> all right. So, there's a grace in sowing and reaping. It's God's ability. I will say that somehow you have a part to play in that. Outside of all of the other graces, mm. this one, you can determine what mm. comes back to you. Yeah. You know it. Mm. Yeah. 
and it's not work. You no, know, no. some people want to say, oh, if, uh -huh. I, yeah. if, 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 if it, my, what I receive is tied to what I give, then it's not free. Mm. No, come on. Don't make it that complex. If I give you, if God gives you the seed, seed. Yeah. and then tells you, this is what I want you to do with it, mm -hmm. you go ahead and, and just plant it, yeah. and I will multiply it. How is that earning or deserving? Hmm. I, I'm simply giving you instructions. Right. Yeah. Okay, I want you to have much. Yes. Right now you don't have, but yes. I want you to have much. And then we're going to see why God wants us to have much soon. So this is what I'm going to do. you got nothing to start off with, so this, this is your plan. Yeah. I'm going to give you some seeds. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, when I give you the seeds, I want you to, to do something with the with seeds. Seed. Take the seeds I've given you. Plant it. Give it. Hmm. I'm going to trust you, Lord, hmm. because you have said so. Right. I will do it. Yes. Okay. Mm. We're going to cooperate. Yes. Okay. We're going to be co-laborers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With God. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be co-laborers when it comes to this harvest thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a seed, but I don't sow. Mm -hmm. God doesn't sow. No. Mm -hmm. God gives seeds. Yes. Your responsibility is to take the seed I've given you mm -hmm. and sow it. Mm -hmm. So now you'll come back and say, God, now I deserve, you know, I've worked, I earned it. You didn't no, earn no, it. No. I gave you something and told you, if you do it, I'll bless it. Mm -hmm. And in faith, you did it. That's pure grace. The whole thing is grace. The whole There's thing. no works yes, there. Yes. You can't claim nothing mm -hmm. other than you sold what God gave mm -hmm. you. You guys, you're talking this idea, came with respect to Peter. I've toiled all night. And Jesus says, <laughs> that's a seed. Mm -hmm. All right. And Peter believes he said, because you said so. You said so. Uh, Even though I know better. In a way, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a seasoned fisherman. I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a while. Right. And I've done it all night and nothing. But because you, the Lord, have spoken and I receive that, I'm going to obey. And he goes and thrusts forth mm. yeah. and see the catch he makes. Mm. And he looks at the Lord and he says, ah, I'm not worthy. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so imagine Jesus saying to Peter, cast your dead. And Peter said, no, I believe you. Uh -huh. I'm a grace preacher. I'm a man of grace. No, I don't. That would be work. Right, yeah, right, you right, know? right. That would be earning. That I would be deserving. No, 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 no. I shouldn't have to cast it. You know, I just believe in grace and you're going to supply my needs. I'm, come on. He would have gone home with an empty, empty wow. and he would not have gotten the revelation wow. that Jesus is who he is. Right. You follow me? It was right. critical for mm -hmm. him to do what Jesus said. That's yeah. not work. You're just doing what he tells you to do. Mm -hmm. right. And that's what grace is all about. We we have received grace now. We do what he tells us to do yeah. in faith. Mm. Okay? And when we do what he tells us to do, he blesses it. It's not mm. that we do nothing, mm. but people who are under grace do what he tells them to do. Amen. And they're not mm. earning. They're just saying, okay, you said do this, do it. Amen. And, he, and, and as we do it, we see the results. Mm. Amen. Mm. So mm. here Paul says, I want you to give. God wants you to give. You need to be generous. That's, that's what I hope you'll be. But you're free. But just keep this in mind. Mm -hmm. You're not going to sow sparingly and reap generously. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do it. Just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. So Paul is using the law of sowing and reaping to encourage generosity. Amen. So when a pastor or a teacher or a preacher uses this principle to encourage generosity in the people, mm -hmm. he is following Paul's example. It's mm -hmm. scriptural. Mm -hmm. Okay? When he's trying to accomplish two things. He wants the people to reap the benefits of generosity. Mm. And he also wants them to experience the blessings Amen. of being generous. Amen. And, it, and also the work of God gets supported. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Verse 7. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly mm. or of necessity, for God does what? Loves a cheerful giver. Okay, so there's no compulsion. No compulsion. Right. Okay. So when, when we're standing and we're preaching and we're making the people feel guilty, if they don't give, it's not right. Mm. 
that's not that's inconsistent yeah. you know, with the teaching. So you don't mm. make people feel guilty for not giving. You don't mm. threaten them if they don't give. You don't bring them under condemnation. Mm. What you do is you offer a promise. Yes. Mm. Okay, here's a promise that's available to you. You yes. can choose to act upon it or not, but it's a promise right. that that is available to you in a grace. Amen. Amen. If you, that you can believe, and if you believe this promise, you will see that God will fulfill it. Amen. Okay, and so. So when you know that, because uh-huh. God wants you generous, He wants you to give joyfully, right? Yeah, yeah. He wants to give you freely. Mm-hmm. Now, if I really believe that God is going to multiply the, the seeds, seeds I sow, it, it helps me to be generous. Yeah. It helps me to be joyful, <coughs> and it helps me to give freely. Mm. <laughs> when I don't believe that, then it's a lot harder. It's tight. When you got seven kids, right? Oh. It's a lot harder. How <laughs> I many you got? Four. You guys have Okay. So with seven kids still depending upon you. Right. Yeah. You follow me? If you didn't believe that God would multiply the seeds you sow, you might still do it legalistically, mm-hmm. but there won't be an enjoying it. No mm-hmm. joy. No joy. There won't be joy. Right. And you probably would just give the, 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 the bare the, minimum. The least you require to mm-hmm. give. Not much more. Mm. I think since it's an attitude here, he wants you not to give grudgingly. Mm-hmm. He wants you to give with joy, mm-hmm. cheerfully. Mm-hmm. So if I'm manipulating people and I'm coercing people, that attitude that God does not want shows up. Shows up. True. So we as pastors, when we're ministering to our people, we have to know these are people. These mm. are humans, mm. all right? These are God's people, mm. and I shouldn't be manipulating mm. or coercing them to, to give. Mm. If I teach them right, they of their own volition, and I think that's why God offered from them their will, and they are giving joyfully mm. because of who God is and what God has done for them. They are going to do that, and they're going to do it liberally, you know, and in abundance, mm. I think that's what we should be doing. And, it, and I think at the end of the day, it, it comes back to the original point that giving is never really about who you're giving to. It's really about what happens to you. And so the benefit for the person who's giving is far greater Yes, because they get to see God in a different light. They get to experience the blessing that comes with it. I mean, the widow, the widow of Zarephath, for instance, all Elisha got out of that was that little meal, quote unquote. Yep. But she got an abundance of oil. Yeah. That was able to, you know, go into the neighbors and everybody else. So I think that the mindset of the person has to be set in the right direction. But if you're coercing them, you're pushing them, you're forcing them. Like when I force my child to do something, he'll do it out of fear. Mm-hmm. But the benefit of, of, you know, pleasing, you know, God in the process and honoring your parent is lost. Right. Yeah. So when, when people are being coerced or so you're feeling you're being pushed, you're feeling you're being Earth, you're feeling you're being threatened with judgment. If you don't, you know that's not the spirit of God. Absolutely. Don't don't go with that. Right. Okay. Right. But if you see an opportunity that God gives you mm. to give or to sow mm. into His work, Amen. If you know the God you serve Amen. and the promise He's made mm. to multiply Amen. what you give, Amen. To, which we call sowing seeds, mm-hmm. then when you give. Believe that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Believe that. God wants you to believe it yeah. because if you don't, you tie his hands. Yes. Right. Right. You tie his hands. Mm-hmm. God is not pleased. I'm going to say this for the one hundredth time. God mm. is not pleased when you give and there's no faith attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. not. It's not. It's not. He, he's not. The thing that will please him is when you give and you have faith that he is going to do something with what you gave. Mm. 
The Bible says, he who comes to God must believe that, that he, he is, mm -hmm. and he is what? A, a rewarder. rewarder. Hmm. So believing that God rewards giving is biblical. That's faith. Hmm. You know, but you want to take that, no, God doesn't reward. No, he does reward giving. Hmm. He doesn't have to. He gives us the thing. He blesses us. He empowers us. Hmm. He works in us, and then he rewards us for doing what he made possible. Wow. All That's why he's place. so good. <laughs> he good. multiplies your seed that right. is sown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But you want to take that out of, out of, out of the, the picture. Mm -hmm. And when you take that out of the picture, you're really making it more difficult for people to experience the joy mm -hmm. that ought to accompany their giving. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. God doesn't need money. He made trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs faith to bless you. So it's really about grace saying, I just want to do more for you. Yeah. Hey, your faith, your response to what I'm offering you creates a greater opportunity for me to do more for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think in the book of Ecclesiastes, it's cast your bread upon the waters. Yeah. And it's going to come back after yeah. many days. Yeah. Again, that, the whole, whole picture there is Israel was a nomadic people. And so they would be here at this time eating of the crops that are here, but they know at, at some point they're going to be going down the road mm. yeah. you know maybe about 50 miles or 20 miles whatever mm. and they want to make sure by the time they get there mm. there's a harvest yeah. waiting for them yeah so while they're here they're remembering they have a future mm. and casting the bread is seeds mm. so they're throwing seeds you know on the water so water we carry it down mm. plant the, them the seeds will be and on the back so while you're here your seed that yes, you put in the water oh, God. is gone ahead of you Amen. and it's already producing <laughs> the harvest so by the time you get from 2019 to 2022 20. the seeds that you were sowing in 2019 wow, i receive it right now already been growing oh, and yeah. reaping Ooh, harvest. I, I believe that's a word that's a word you better receive that right now somebody <laughs> listening and watching that's your word for the day Amen. and all of that is the wow. operation of grace. Grace, yeah. grace yeah. No, God knows you have a future. Yep. God said, here's a principle. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do away with the principle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to empower you to benefit from this Amen. principle. I'm going to show you how. And as you do so, I am oh. going to see to it that you get maximum benefit Amen. from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's, let's, I guess we're going to have to wrap this up soon. But yep. verse 8, let's go to verse 8. Verse 8 says, and God is able. Mm -hmm. So, so he said, Paul is again, he's encouraging yes. them to give. Mm -hmm. And so he's letting them know the promises that are connected to giving. Mm. How can you read this and mm. throw out seed time and harvest mm. and mm. say you're preaching grace or you're in the new covenant? Mm. All right. Paul just told them, remember this principle. If you're so sparing that you're going to reap, but then keep this in mind mm -hmm. as you're de deciding what you're going to give. God is able mm -hmm. to make all grace, his unmerited power and mm -hmm. favor available to you. Mm -hmm. He's able to cause that grace to abound Towards toward you, you mm -hmm. so that you always mm -hmm. having all sufficiency mm -hmm. in all things mm -hmm. may abound to every good work. As it is written, verse 9, Again, here, yes, here he's coming verse. back. He's tying this mm -hmm. promise in verse 8 to verse 9. Right. Yes. And in verse 9, he's talking about what? Sowing seeds. Mm -hmm. uh, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. Mm -hmm. His righteousness mm -hmm. remains forever. And in verse 10, he that ministers seed to the, to the sower and bread. Both minister bread for your food and multiply what? Your seed. Mm. The, not just a seed, but the seed sown. Mm, mm, mm. 
grace is all over this thing, but yeah. grace is working with seeds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You cannot throw away the principle of the seed, right. and this scripture works. Right. Because he says grace will multiply what? The seed so, that you so. actually sow. So God mm. supplies the seed, right. grace. Right. As I say, then, the, then faith sows so the seed. The That's mm. your response to grace yeah. and the promises of God. Yeah. Then grace multiplies, multiplies the seed. <laughs> my, my. Then faith does what? Receives the seed. So right. now it's much more right. because grace got a hold of your seeds yeah. because you sowed your seeds in faith. Mm. Now you started off with this much, but God has gotten involved and all of a sudden you got a lot more to work with. Mm -hmm. And then he says the purpose of this whole principle. So you have enough to give. Two things. So you can have sufficiency for yourself. Mm -hmm. God God knows the things you have need of. That's it. Before you ask. You got mm -hmm. seven kids. You got to take care of I got needs, y'all. And not just seven, but seven boys. boys. They got to eat. All athletes. <laughs> so the Lord knows that one cup of rice ain't going to work. No, 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 no. You got to be thinking more about two bags. <laughs> so God is saying, you know what? I know what you need. And if you right. sow the seed, what I'm going to do is I'm going to multiply. Grace will take the seed. Mm. And multiply. You go ahead and do your best. Yeah. Do it generously. Be as generous as you can. And mm. when God speaks of generosity, it's not a it's not a quantity, it's a quality. Ooh, you know, good. the widow, the widow The widow's might, yeah. Might. She didn't she yeah. just give, it was not much in terms of quantity, but mm. it was more than everybody else because yeah. of quality. Yeah. So you can be generous mm. if all you gave was ten dollars, if, if if that reflects the quality of giving based mm. upon your resources. Mm. Yeah. Correct? Mm. So mm. the heart is right. So you sow that God said, I'm gonna take what you sow. I'm gonna multiply it to ensure that next month. You're going to have what you need mm -hmm. for you and your boys. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That's not my goal for you. Mm -hmm. And that ought not to be goal, your goal for yourself. All right. I need, God, is enough to take care of me right. and Nicole right. and the seven boys. No, no, right. 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 Just make sure that every month that's I'm able to pay those bills. <laughs> yeah. That's Again, that's mm -hmm. not God. Right. God doesn't want you just to be thinking about you. Right. God wants Pastor Vonnie to be thinking, man, I want to be generous on every occasion. That's Amen. It. You know, when I see someone else with seven I kids, I want to be the, yeah. be the able to, you know, bless them with a thousand dollars without even thinking about Amen. it. Absolutely. You know, when there's a need in the kingdom, when we need to do something to get soul saved, right. you know what? I want to be able to give lavishly. Right. I just want to be able to be generous on all right. occasions. That Amen. for me is That's prosperity. It That's yes. it. That's Amen. It. Yes. That I believe is biblical prosperity. Yes. Not I'm sowing seeds so I can have a lot of money to mm -hmm. consume for myself. Mm -hmm. No, no. But I desire, because I believe it's God's will for me, right. to always be able to give, to give generously. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. I want to have an abundance so that I can always give to the degree I want to give, mm. to bless people and to support God's work. I love that. How do I get there? Mm. I can try to do it on my own on my and say, own. you know, I'm going to go work hard. <laughs> yes. And hopefully I'll be like Bill Gates oh. and, mm. and, and all these folks. And just and you can do it. Some people, some people just right. do They're that. Doing it right. You can say, that's the path I'm going to go and just try to do this. Or you say, you know what, God? Yeah, I'm going to be diligent. Mm. But I'm also going to go ahead and give you some seeds. Yeah. Because you said, if I give you seeds, your grace will get a hold of that. Yeah. You're going to multiply those seeds. And here's the goal, Father. God knows your will for me. I agree with you. Mm. I just want to be in a place where my own needs are met. I don't have to live in the biggest house on the on the street. Right. I don't have to drive the most expensive cars. Right. That's not what is motivating me. What is motivating me in the seed planting business is God. Mm. Yeah, I want to be able to take care of the kids. I want to take care of those needs. I, I want to be comfortable. I know you right. have no problem with that. Right. But beyond that, God, 
I want to so prosper. Right. Because my only dream in life is not to make a million, but to give away a million. Mm. Yeah. Or my dream in life is not That's to good. make 10 million. My dream yeah. in life, Lord, is to be able to give $10 yeah. million dollars right. to bless people. So, Lord, as I'm sowing the seeds, I'm believing for the harvest. Faith will receive the harvest, mm. and then love will distribute it. Mm. Love will share it. Mm. Amen. Mm. And love will find the many ways and the many places and the many people yeah. that I can share this harvest with. Right. Because at the end of the day, I want those people to be blessed. And I want you to be praised. That's Amen. it. That's it. Amen. I think that's the end game. So when I look at this scripture here in the new, um, in the new international version, it says, "You will be enriched in every way, so that you can be generous on every occasion. That through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to yeah. God." Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I think that's the end game. Yeah. He said, "You were made for every for good works, so when people see it, and give your Father the glory." The yeah. glory. So it's not about even my giving to people, so people can be cheerful, so that yeah. they can give God the glory, yeah. which in turn exposes them to the grace of God, Amen. and then so it's a cycle. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's that good. should be the motivation for every believer. So again, mm -hmm. that needs to be again. That's where the abuse is. I think the abuse of the prosperity gospel, quote unquote prosperity gospel. I don't mm -hmm. like that term, but mm -hmm. I, I guess I understand what they're saying. The focus is on me mm -hmm. a yeah. lot, you know. Yeah. And, and every time you come to church, all they talk about is material things. Mm -hmm. It's almost the only reason you serve God mm -hmm. is because God is going to help you accomplish the dreams, mm -hmm. your vision, all this stuff. And it's all about you mm -hmm. getting to where you want to be so that you can have that big name mm -hmm. and you can have that money. And you mm -hmm. can, it's all stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the Lord says very clearly, he says, listen, tell those who are rich in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, not, not to, to not to put their trust in mm. those things, but mm. to, you know, because those things will will rust and right. thieves will break it and yeah. steal. Right. He said, "Yeah, but what should they do? They should use that so that they can be rich towards God, lay up their treasures." Right. And he says, "God gives us richly all things to enjoy. Mm -hmm. All things to enjoy." So again, don't go to the other extreme. Right. I say, "Okay, I'm not supposed to enjoy anything." Right. right. I, I I say often. In the, uh, I said, listen, the, the water, the pipe that water flows through is always wet. Yeah. wet. You can't have water flowing through a and pipe it's and it's dry. So mm -hmm. if you're a channel, that always just you just want to be a blessing mm -hmm. to the kingdom of God. You want to be a blessing to people. And that's mm -hmm. the reason that the primary thing that is motivating you mm -hmm. to sow seeds. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, so okay. God says the, 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 the birds don't, 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 don't plant, yes. they don't sow. So there's a place where if I don't give a penny, God mm -hmm. still takes care of me. Yeah. There's yeah. so many folks who don't give. They're still being taken care of. Yeah. Okay, birds don't sow. Mm -hmm. God takes care of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if I want to get to the place where it's not just about my needs being met, mm -hmm. but I want to get to the place where I have an abundance, abundance. and I know that right now I'm not there, mm -hmm. God is saying here's the way, one of the ways you can get there. Start planting generously mm. and believing that my grace will increase Amen. the harvest for the purpose of positioning you where your needs are met, but you got much more mm. than what you need right. so you can give. That's right bad. now, there are needs that we have. You're aware of needs that people have on the mission field. Mm -hmm. All of us know that. Mm -hmm. And the only reason those needs aren't met is because we're still waiting on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what should I do? Should I be stop believing God? Wow. No, I should say, you know what? Here's a promise. Right. And I'm going to intentionally right. mix my faith with this. Right. I'm not going to just leave this accident. Right. I'm intentionally going to start sowing seeds for the purpose of mm. having abundance for every good deed. Right. Not I'm going to sow seed for just for a house mm -hmm. or sow seed for a car. Mm. No, you know what? I'm sowing seeds, God, for this purpose. Mm. And I may actually be in the place mm. Where I can give as much as I want to. Right. 
as often as I want to, to whomever I want to. That's right. That's what I've been believing God for. And, and I'm spurred on by my faith in God. I'm working, all right? Mm -hmm. And the little I'm doing, or whatever I'm doing, I can believe God to bless it. Mm. So I can be able to give to every good That's work. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so hear me. Uh, we're going to end this. Uh, let me just recap. Mm -hmm. There is gross abuse mm. in the in the in the body of Christ, and many of us who are ministers, we're the ones who are, who are committing um, these abuses. There needs to be correction. Yeah, um, this idea of manipulating people to give, either because of fear or a false promise that. If they want a particular blessing through the anointing, they, they've got to first give, or God won't do this, or God won't do that. And so we are putting a price on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that, is, that is an abuse. Um, we should be motivated in our preaching and teaching on this subject by a genuine desire to see the people blessed. Amen. We should be yep. teaching this principle not to raise funds per se, but to help the people experience the fullness of their inheritance. Amen. The congregation, the people we're speaking to have needs, and they need to be told that there is a principle at work mm -hmm. in the kingdom of God called the law of sowing and reaping that is there for their benefit. Mm -hmm. And if they are motivated by faith and love to sow or to give to God's work, they have a right to claim the promise of God to multiply the seeds they're sowing mm. so that they can be in a position where they have sufficiency. Their needs are met. Not their greed, but their mm. needs are met. <laughs> their needs are met. They have sufficiency. Mm. But they should not be taught that's, that's where they should stop. They should be believing, and I, I believe we should teach this more. Yeah, that You ought to be sowing seeds, not principally to meet your needs, but so that you can be in a position where you can bless and be a blessing in a far greater way than you currently are. Let that be the primary motivation. Amen. That's and good. ultimately, what you and I want through our giving should be that people are blessed and God is glorified. So let's get the abuse out, but please don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. The, the, the principle of sowing and reaping is biblical. It was there in the Old Testament. It's present in the New Testament. Mm. It's not the law. You're not under great uh, a curse. You're not you're not deserving, mm. earning or meriting anything mm. when you give in faith. The woman with the issue of blood, when when Jesus was going by and she reached out and touched him, she didn't touch Jesus because she loved him. She needed something. Yeah, she didn't touch Jesus because she loved God. Mm. She touched Jesus because she had faith mm. that he could meet her needs. And he praised her for her faith. He didn't rebuke her. So when motivated by genuine faith, you sow seeds unto the Lord. You put something in the Lord's hand and trust him. The Lord is pleased with that. Mm. Don't be manipulated. And don't be pressured and forced by those who want to use you for their own gain. But by all means, don't hesitate to continue to give generously and to believe yeah. 
that as you give, the grace of God will multiply your giving, just like seeds multiply, so that you will have an abundance for every good deed. Okay? Amen. Excellent. Bless you. So just before we bring this uh, episode to an end, I do want to pray for you. I know that many of you who are listening or watching, you have needs. Your Heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. He promised, he said, if you seek first the kingdom of God, these things shall be added unto you. So God wants to add unto you everything you have need of. So you don't have to be like the Gentiles. You don't have to worry and fret. But you do need to trust him yeah. and do what he tells you to do. Um, and many of you have been obedient and you are givers. You, 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 you're faithful with your tithing. You're generous with your giving. I'm going to ask God to fulfill that promise in your life. Cause his grace to multiply your giving, your seeds. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you that you're faithful, and I thank you that you're watching with your word to perform it. The power to multiply what we give is at work in us because your grace is at work in us. In Jesus' name, by faith and with the authority you have given us in Christ to decree things, I now release into the lives of those who are watching and those who are trusting and those who are giving, I release now your grace upon their finances. And Lord, you shall fulfill the promise made in your word to multiply the seeds that we sow. Your grace is sufficient and you are able to cause your grace to abound unto them. So cause your grace to abound unto your people now and let the seeds that they have sown begin to multiply and bring them to a place soon, Lord, where on a financial level, they have sufficiency for all their needs. Mm. That, Lord, they're not struggling to take care of themselves and their families. Mm. That those needs are being met. But, Lord, you don't want them to stop there. They don't want to stop there. So take them to, a, to another level. Mm. So multiply their, their giving that not only will they have sufficiency for their own needs, but Lord, as they reap the harvest, they will have an abundance to share mm. and to bless others who are in need. And in so doing, Lord, they will bring glory to you and cause many people to give thanks for your goodness. I thank you for hearing my prayer mm. and I release now mm. the grace of God and the power of God to fulfill this in the lives of those who are listening and believing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.